You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we'll talk about the Bulls' comeback victory over the Toronto Raptors today in their third preseason game. We'll get into all that and more. First, let's do the intro. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of the Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central uh, channels. But nonetheless, Pat, I'm back. He's back. I'm back. He's I'm back. back. I'm back. It feels, it, feels, back. it feels good. It feels good. You held it's it down while I was talking going. to yourself. Man. Hey, bro, listen, you know I do it every day over <laughs> on Chicago too. Bulls. Me too. Yeah, you do too. It's lonely out there. And that's that's the special thing, right, about, about us coming together to do this because we both are great solo and we can do yeah. this thing solo. But, like, it, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. The times that I've had to host the show solo, it's been weird, bro. But I'm glad to be back, man. <laughs> Thank you for holding down as I, uh, I had to attend my sister's wedding and whatnot. But luckily. Congratulations, first off. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out, shout out to my sister. Uh, but with that being said, bro, we, uh, we, we got a victory to talk about on the way back, man. The Bulls get a preseason victory over the Toronto Raptors. Devontae Green, who did not lace up. In the first half, uh, came back second half. Javante's been killing it. So I want to start from this outside of just the Bulls win. And we can talk about that. But I also want to get your thoughts on the improvement. It seems like we've gotten so far from Javante Green in preseason and what that could mean for a season coming up. What do you think, brother? Well, I think it's interesting. You, you have to talk about Javante right and how he's really come out. And and I, I mean, you have to talk about the, the aggression that he's shown, right? Like the mindset that we've wanted from Patrick Williams. Like, mm-hmm. it, Javante exudes that if only he was four inches taller. Um, but y- you love the fact that, and I think the, the biggest thing for me is the fact that he's improved his three-point shooting game. He's become more of a three-point shooting threat. Clearly, that opens up things for Nikola Vucevic. That was a place that we couldn't really use Javante last season, right? He had the ability Mm -hmm. to shoot it, but he didn't have the ability to shoot it from a high percentage there, and I think that that was the one thing that when you looked at Javante Green last season, you were like, that's the one part that if if he could just improve there, it would help Vooch out so much because Vooch from the paint could kick it to somebody that was going to knock down a shot. Now you see Javante Green with the ability to knock down that three-point shot seemingly from all over the place, right? I think that that helps his game so much. And, of course, you know what he's going to bring defensively. He he was able to turn away Pascal Siakam a couple of times, right? Guys that are much bigger than him. He's able to play so many positions on the floor that you you love to use him. I think he's the perfect guy for a small ball lineup. Uh, and and I'm, re- I'm really excited to see what he's going to bring to the Chicago Bulls team. I don't know if he's going to end up in the starting lineup, per se, and we'll, I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about that at some point. But, I mean, you, you realize that Billy Donovan really is focusing in on using this guy in a ton of different ways because he's versatile enough to be used in so many different ways. Exactly. And I know some people are going to say and, and say that uh, he's going to start over Pat. I don't necessarily, even in Billy Donovan, the comments he made after last game, I do think Patrick Williams is going to get back into that starting lineup. And I think that there it makes Javante even more versatile to be coming off the bench because in the multiple positions that he can play and the energy that he brings. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, I do want to rub it in a little bit because you were very much at the beginning of this before I thought the he season wasn't started. Get no t- you thought Javante was not going to yeah. get minutes. Javante said, I see that, Pat. But outside of that, we also need to talk about the improvement of this. The 
not only the improvement in play of Nikola Vucevic, but yeah. the improvement in usage in Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. They are going to Vooch intentionally down low, no longer waiting on him to do things in the perimeter. He still hasn't shot the ball from three extremely well in the preseason, but everything else from Nikola Vucevic's game this preseason has been exactly what you wanted to be, with the defense being even better than what I was expecting. Vooch has been a, a, a positive on defense so far in this preseason. What do you think about Vooch and the steps that he's taken, it looks like, so far in the offseason? Well, I think that's the main thing you got to talk about, right? Like, we had the conversation over on the, the Windy City Breeze live call of the game that, you know, the Bulls really weren't going to Vooch early down low. They, yeah. they tried to go to him early, and then the double team came. Yeah. Vooch is a, is a force by himself. But when you put things around Vooch that help increase his game, now all of a sudden he's such a better player. And that's where I think the knockdown shooters come in because you can't double team Vooch in the paint then. When Vooch gets to go one-on-one -on -one with his guy, Vooch nine times out of ten is going to win that battle. And I think that's something that we've seen this preseason, right? Like he's he's been a guy who's nine times out of ten won his battle versus the guy he's going across from. That's the one thing that you really want to see this Chicago Bulls team keep utilizing Vooch down low being able to finish around the bucket being able to get that hook shot going because at a minimum right we know that that's the thing that takes his game to the next level that's the thing that puts his game on the okay now he's getting you getting it going on the inside now we got to worry about him cutting to the basket I, I and today right if you want to take anything from Vooch's game how much Vooch was cutting today was was a gem for the Chicago Bulls today and and I think that's the one thing that I'd focus on from today's game and say if we can see more of that now granted right like He's 32, 33, right? You're not going to get a ton of cutting out of him. He'd rather start down low. But just his ability to cut to the basket and use that body and, and get up a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm I'm very excited about what we're going to see from Nikola Vucevic down low in the paint and then how he can extend that out. If he can, if he can keep if he can keep attacking down low at the same rate, the Chicago Bulls team is going to be so dangerous. Yeah, I mean, this is this and coming into the season, right? Like we know we, we wanted to see improvements, and Io hat does seem improved as well. I don't, I don't want to overlook like, and we'll, we'll do all be all day talking about the improvements that everybody's looked like, but specifically, Javante and what he's been able to do off the bench has been huge for this team, and it can change. Kobe White seems a little bit more consistent in this game. Didn't shoot the ball too well, but gave the Bulls a a good minutes overall. When, when you shoot the ball only three for 10, but you're plus 19, you're doing a lot of other things basketball-wise out there. This Chicago Bulls bench, do you think we're going to fare better than 29th in the NBA this season like we did last season? Well, I think the bench scoring from last season is so skewed because of what the Bulls went through injury-wise. If they're true. healthy, 100%, right? If they're healthy, I think you're talking about a bench that's at a minimum. I, I, I'd say, I don't know if I'd say top of the top 10, right? But I'd give them like a top 10 bench. Maybe you're talking about that number 10, number 11 spot somewhere in there close to that, right? Because mm -hmm. you've got so many pieces on this bench that can come in and produce. I mean, you look at what, what Andre Drummond was able to do now, the points, right? Three Listen. for three from three-point right? And you know, but what you know what's funny about this is not only the fact that he hit three point three three yeah. point shots, it was that it looks like he's actually been working to add that to his game in the form and the way that Well, here's the part that it, here's here's the here's the hot take part. Here's the part that gets okay. me a little excited, right? As, as a Bulls fan. Um it took 
a coach basically telling Brooke Lopez, it's okay for you to shoot that for him to start shooting him. It took a coach telling Al Horford, it's okay for you to shoot that for him to start shooting him. I'm not saying that we're heading towards those lengths with Andre Drummond, but Andre Drummond is still an elite rebounder in this NBA. Andre Drummond is a really good defender. And if you got somebody that's adding a three-point shot to their game, and I and like you said, bro, it didn't look like Andre was just throwing away. It didn't look like Rolo. Right, like Rolo yeah. be throwing them mugs up, and you be like, "Nah, we don't need to see that no more." Exactly. Andre Drummond looks like not only has he been practicing this, but he's been practicing his form. He's been practicing how he wants the shot to go. He was able to knock down not only two wide open ones, but a contested one as well. And so I look at that, and I'm like, "Hey, listen. At the end of the day, if he's able to just add a couple of three pointers per game to his game." He yeah. might work his way back into a starting lineup. I don't know if it's going to be with the Bulls or not, but like that now makes him a modern big man. That is something that's good to pr- already have in your organization. <laughs> so Bro. if he does improve on that, I'm excited. If he doesn't, he's he gave you his numbers tonight. Nine and nine in, what, 17 minutes? Yeah. That's what you're going to get from Andre Drummond being the regular player that he is. It's Bro, that's just... That is wild, bro. Do you want to take a guess at how many three-pointers Andre Drummond has hit his whole entire NBA career? I would say seven. Andre Drummond is 15 for 114 for his career from three-point range for 13.2. 114 three-pointers? Yeah, bro. The most he took in one season, he took 38 in uh, uh, in one year in Detroit. He hit five of 38. He took 21 the next season after that. But you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember when Todd Gibson added, added yeah. the three-point shot? Yeah. And he had said, I've been working on this for four years before he really started relying on it. Yeah. Maybe Drummond's low-key been working on adding range to this game for a handful of years. And, it, and it's just about having a team that's going to say, it's okay for you to shoot that. Yeah. Right? Like last year in Philly, they didn't want that from him. He was a bench bro. He had a bench role. They weren't looking for anything offensively from him. They were looking for solid defense, and they were looking for rebounding down low. Here, off of the bench, I, Billy Donovan's probably all for shooting the ball more and getting more offense off of your bench, adding assets off of your bench that can score. So don't be surprised if – I'm not saying he's going to take three, but if teams are going to leave him that open? wide open – he's going to he, And he should. He'll probably and I mean honestly, right? Like three of them, as long as you don't take them at the wrong moment. But three yeah. of them in the middle of a game, and you're only getting 17 to 20 minutes, you're not hurting yourself here, right? Like let's let's be a hundred percent honest why he was taking them shots. It's preseason. That's why he was getting the shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, man. Next up, we're gonna talk more about this game and things that we're taking away from it. Is Zach Levine uh, how Concerning is Zach Levine's play so far. We'll talk about that next. But first, I got to talk to you guys about LinkedIn. Uh, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you do is you add your job. And then the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidacy candidates uh, with just the right skills and experience. You can uh, quickly prioritize who would you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Uh, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, Pat, 
for the first time in almost a week, we got the music back. We got the music. The music is back, baby. The music's back. I've been singing it. It ain't, it ain't the same. <laughs> <laughs> so while we've we've had a lot of positive segue from it, there are some concerns. Patrick Williams coming off the bench. What's it going on there is one, but you talked about that already. Zach Levine's play so far in the preseason. For some fans, it's concerning. For me, I will say this. It's preseason, and I really look at Zach as being a player that knows he can turn it on. We saw it in the second quarter of the first preseason game, and I believe it was the third quarter of the second preseason game, both in not in anything major, but he had stretches where he absolutely went into Zach Levine mode. He had a couple of step-back threes, step-back mid-rangers, and he hit them uh, easily. Are you concerned, though, with the play of Zach Levine, considering the contract he signed, and as we know, whether it's right or wrong, there are going to be some fans that see, see his play in preseason and ask, did we spend did we spend our money correctly? What do you think, Pat? I'm not concerned about anything in the beginning of the season. I'll tell y'all why. Because um, the team that was pretty mediocre at and that's putting it nicely in the beginning of the season. Last season went to the NBA Finals last year. That's the Boston Celtics. I mean, they were basically a below five hundred team just about till the All Star break. Yeah, I think right at right before All Star break, they caught a little bit of steam and started going. And and this is the thing that I want basketball fans to understand: just because you've watched basketball your entire life, just because you played basketball, does not mean you can stop learning. And Demar Derozan taught me something last season. Teams don't care about what you're doing in the beginning of the season. When DeMar said that, it really showed how teams were attacking the Bulls towards the second half of the season because the Bulls were winning, Bulls were killing, Bulls were cooking, all of that, right? But as we got the All-Star break and as we got right after All-Star break, you really saw the Chicago Bulls get attacked at their weaknesses consistently because the other teams were saying, we might see you in the playoffs, and so we need to know what we're doing to attack your weaknesses consistently. I think that's a major takeaway coming into this season. If Zach Levine struggles at the beginning of the year or he's struggling in preseason, I'm not going to look at this and say, Zach Levine's a terrible player. This is one of the worst signings of the offseason, right? We get 10, 20 games in. I'll be a little concerned. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, For like, sure. you can't be shooting 20% from the field. You know what I mean? Like, we got to get it together. You got to figure this out. But, you have to take into account Zach Levine hasn't played any 5-1-5 this offseason. Most of the other Bulls have. Zach Levine has not really worked out with the rest of the team except for um, the 5-1-5 out in L.A. Most of the other Bulls have, right? They've all been working together. They've played offseason ball. Zach Levine's literally using preseason to say, I'm getting back into basketball shape. This might carry into the first three, four games of the season because he's getting back into basketball shape. <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay bulls fans like it, this is and it's funny right because if it was anybody but zach levine we wouldn't have this concern i mean we shouldn't have the concern anyway like it's preseason right and as much as we said about the bad stuff we got to say it about the good things that's why we have the yeah. talking we we ask hey can this carry on into the regular season like you said five i'm not even giving you 10 five games into the season if we're still seeing zach look like this all right i'm, I'm gonna be concerned i'm pulling the red cord we're gonna talk about it but yeah. as of right now it's like you got to understand it. Like, this is preseason, yep. and uh, like while like it's good and Instead it feels as a good sign that literally just says exactly this is preseason and, for and, the next game. And as a fan, you want to be like, it's every game should you should take every game seriously. Listen, it don't. It don't. Like it just it doesn't. I'll tell you right now. If, if like you can say all day, and it sounds good. It sounds effortless. But guess what? A lot of players don't care. They don't care. 
A lot of teams don't care. So here's the thing that I'm, that I'm going to say is that, okay, if you want to say, all right, I'm looking out for it. It's concerning me a little. That's fine. Have that concern. That, that's fair. Let's see how that concern turns in the beginning of the season, right? Let's see how that that concern where it goes because even with, with as great as Javante's look in the preseason, we may not be seeing that when the regular season starts. It's preseason. Let's see what happens when the when the lights are on. And I think here's the thing. This is this is the one thing that I will ask, right? Because this is the one thing that maybe does concern me a little bit with Patrick Williams, right? It's early. I can say the same things about him. I will say the same things about him. It's preseason. I'm hoping that he gets himself into it. Patrick Williams has played summer league. Patrick Williams has played, or not summer league, uh, 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 in Drew League. Patrick Williams has played with DeMar DeRozan all offseason, right? Mm-hmm. We're still not seeing a change in mindset. We're seeing a change in ability. I think we're seeing him change, take more shots and things like that. Yeah. But he's not taking on a different mindset when it comes to attacking the guy on the other side of him. And to me, that is a little bit concerning to start the season. Javante Green uh, uh, moving into the starting lineup. Derek Jones Jr. moving into the starting lineup, right? That means to me, Billy Donovan looks at that, whether he's trying to set a message or not, and he's just saying, there's flexibility there. You're not solidified in that spot. We've seen Io, Zach, Demar, and Vooch every other game. Mm-hmm. The only spot that's been flexible is that power forward spot, and that's a little bit concerning because when he went to the bench, right? Like if he if he got that that uh, uh, that mindset, going to the bench should have been okay. Give me the ball, I'm gonna kill everybody. And it hasn't been. It's been a lot of I'm just going through the motions. Still, I'm playing my game. The thing with Patrick Williams that has been concerning to me, right? I, I, let me, let me, let me, let's do a compliment sandwich. I'm going to give a compliment. I'm going to say the things that have been concerning me. I'm going to end with another compliment. <laughs> the first game, I like that Patrick Williams, when people ran to him on the three point line, he did try to drive the ball. He took the shots, right? He took yeah. the shots more confidently. He didn't hit them, right? So it, it was good to see that. Second preseason game, he still took shots. The fact that he took as many shots as he's averaged as a starter coming off the bench. It shows something there, but the mindset, like you said, the thing that the question with Patrick Williams isn't necessarily the ability, right? I think a lot of us know that Patrick Williams has the ability. I think some people, because he was a fourth overall pick, have a too high of expectation. Like on this team, Patrick Williams isn't going to be 18 point per game score. That's not going to be it, but he can be a damn good 12 to 15 point per game score by hitting his shots, right? The fact that. It's like if after this season with DeMar, him talking about learning DeMar's work ethic, how much goes into it, all of this, if none of that has rubbed off on Patrick Williams some and being demoted, I'm going to be concerned. I'm a little bit concerned, especially seeing a guy on the bench. By the way, I don't know if you saw this update. Uh, They had to do an x-ray on Dalen Terry after today's game. Uh, They found out he's got that dog in him. We got that picture here. He's got that dog. He's got that dog. He's got the dog. Yeah, 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 he's killing the game. And and so you you can see it right there, right, right in this area. You see just that dog right up in him. Uh, And and listen, (laughs) that should concern Patrick Williams more than anything, because guess what? I've we also got an extra Javante Green. I don't know how to tell you this. He got that dog in him. There's dogs behind you, and you ain't started moving yet. I'm not off of P. Will. I'm not off of I'm not off of nothing with P Will, right? I I look at P Will and I literally say he has every ability and intangible. He's a very efficient shooter. He can do all of it. 
But at the end of the day, if he don't believe it, it don't matter what we see in. And so did Otto Porter. Who? Oh, bro, don't make that comparison. Bro, don't listen, do that to me, bro. What, what, what did they say about him in Washington? You got a point. Did what did they say about him in Washington? John Wall and Bradley Beal never said Otto Porter can't play. They said, we are a championship team if he realizes what he can do. Damn. Um, we just got another x-ray back from, from Dale and Terry. Not only did he have that dog in him, Joe Kim Noah was found to be living oh, inside man. of Dale and Terry. What is Joe doing in there? Joe, Joe Kim Noah is living inside of Dale and Terry right back. now. He was in the back behind he was, the dog. He was behind the dog. <laughs> he was behind the dog. Oh, <laughs> where, did you, where did you find a Joe Kim Noah X-ray picture? Or did you make that? <laughs> bro, where did you find a Joe Kim Noah X-ray picture, bro? <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Oh man, we gotta get into the last segment, bro. You gotta do your ad read, bro. That is hilarious. Let me do this read, bro. <laughs> this man found a joke. Hold up, put that up one more time. <laughs> this man found a joke. Keep no X-ray picture, bro. I didn't even know they did though. Oh man, hey. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Before we get into this final segment, kind of talking about some of those dogs that we can look forward to this season, man. Uh, we do got to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all football and NBA betting info this season. Find out all the latest odds and player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth article analysis on every single game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores and uh, uh, and updates for every sport out there. Uh, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite game and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. I swear the game starts. <laughs> Now we talked. We joked a little bit about the rook uh, beforehand, man. Uh, before we went into this uh, last segment, gotta ask you this, brother, Dalen Terry. Have Have you changed at all your opinion on him getting minutes for this Bulls team early in the season? Yeah, because uh, I thought Marco would be uh, garnering some minutes, and um, Billy Donovan has no idea Marco's alive. <laughs> well, he did get in the second preseason game, Marco. We did get in Marco, and he bro, didn't get dunked on. Bro, he didn't legit- get dunked on. Bro, this is the funny part, right? Legitimately, Marco Simonovich is um, 16 to 40? Sounds 230? Right. Something like that? No, nah, it's 225 because he is put he on 225? that muscle. My bad, my bad. Yeah. Hey, look, too big to not be getting play when we don't have power forwards. <laughs> and Billy Donovan, bro, the worst part about game two was he was like blowing on his hands like he was finna get in the game. Here we go. All right, I'm, I'm up. I'm, Oh, you you was looking past me? You was looking past me? So, yeah, the fact that he's not getting any tick in the slightest absolutely tells me that Dalen Terry is going to get some minutes because you're planning on playing a very, very small ball lineup for most of the season, that means to me. Um, and that means you're going to need guys in there that are going to be active, that are going to be there, that are going to consistently attack, that are going to uh, be down low, willing to get in there. And and, and uh, let me let me say this 
uh, uh, properly. Muck up the game. Muck. <laughs> I said muck. I don't want David Locke coming to look for me. Uh, uh, muck up the game and really, you know, make Pat, it tough down low. We need to talk about the podcast. Go ahead and clock well, out for him. But I'm just I'm just I, I'm really I look at Dalen. I say Dalen is not only Dalen has stamped his ticket as a guy off of the bench that can play any position for you. Minus Bro. maybe center. But I mean, hey, I'll tell you this. Shout out to Marcus Couch, by the way. Uh, this guy is not. This guy, we haven't seen him. Where he where is he? Is he even on the bench? All I can say is this with Marco, bro, is that where things have happened. Is there still a chance if he doesn't come along this season in the second season that maybe in year three? Yeah, there's still a chance. But that chance goes exponentially less and less every season. You can't even crack the rotation. And the thing that the place that Marco's in that makes it so disheartening is that we've seen it. Marco has nothing left to learn from the G League. Nothing left to learn from the G League. He's one of the best players in the G League. Nothing left to learn from the G League. And if you have nothing left to learn from the developmentally where you're supposed to go to develop and you still can't find minutes in the NBA, it's going to be some it's going to be some questions. And again, right. Here's the thing. I would love for my questions to be because Billy Donovan put him out there and he played well and we have no choice but to ask these questions. But the questions are Marco got out there with what, seven minutes left to go in the game? Yeah, he played six minutes. He didn't get dunked on, though. He didn't get, he didn't dunked, get dunked, on. dunked on. Six minutes, he didn't get dunked on. He also did nothing else. He gave you a triple single. Marco uh, ran six minutes more than me and you did out there. Yeah, and we had the same production for the Chicago Bulls. Hey, listen, you you guys basically, you actually traveled more miles than Marco did. Uh, <laughs> you you, you, you did more you did more than Marco did, technically. I mean, like, and so that's why I look at Dalen Terry as a guy that, listen, yeah, there's minutes up for grabs. Minutes that I thought weren't going to be up for up for grabs, there's they're up for grabs. And I think you're going to see Dalen Terry get those minutes before you see Derrick Jones Jr. get those minutes. Um, because I think Dalen brings a little bit more to the game uh offensively. And I think Derrick Jones Jr. is gonna be the odd man out where I thought Javante would have been. So I'll give you credit on that one, my boy. You 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 called that one. You called that one. You 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 were watching Javante Green workouts all offseason, wasn't you? I don't I had bro, I just Listen, I knew he had that dog in him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so as Joe keep no inside of Javante as well. Is that- <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that yet. We, I, I wouldn't say that. Um, here's my question to you: Last preseason game coming up, as we're getting ready to, to do, do you or would you at all maybe only play Demar Zach? Let's say fifteen. Would you want to take a look at Daylon Terry out there? against uh, not the second string or would, would you run the chance we've been flirting around with power would you run the chance at starting uh dale and terry at the power four would you would see, you I, I don't want to see no starters out there fourth game okay fair fair play Go, so who's like, who's this, who's this just, just no starters who you starting in in in, in preseason um, game four i would go dale and terry uh unfortunately where we're at right now guess what patrick williams you're not a starter patrick williams um I'd probably go Javante Green just to see kind of how he works with that lineup. And you you only have so many bodies that you can't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd throw Marco out there. And I don't know who's left. Like <laughs> We cut Freeman Liberty. Oh, Carla Jones still on the team, ain't he? Yeah. You're going Carla Jones over Malcolm Hill? What's up with Malcolm Hill? We ain't seen Malcolm Hill in two games. 
He played last game, right? Did he not no. play against the Malcolm Nuggets? Hill didn't play at all last game. Hmm. We see Malcolm Hill May- if, you know if what? May- there, I would throw Malcolm Hill out there. Maybe they maybe they know they're gonna he because he's played he played well in the first game. Maybe he did like, enough really to, where, to where to where to the where they're no you you're getting that second two way contract. So let's not even let's not even worry about it. maybe right. Like yeah. I I don't know. Like uh, the everybody else that's not my very important people to the team because at the end of the day, right? Zach Levine struggled. Zach yeah. Levine's gonna be fine. Um. DeMar DeRozan played like he's in midseason form. We know that. Vooch is playing better. Let's ride that momentum into the game. Right? Like, you don't want to – I think the one thing you don't want to do, and I don't think it's it's an expectation, but the one thing you don't want to do is go into a game like that and say, hey, um, all of a sudden these guys had a really, really bad game. What, what's our next game? Our next game is Tuesday? Uh, yeah, Tuesday yeah. against the Bucks. Yeah, you definitely don't want to – you don't want to have a game where, like, hey, we struggled, and then, like, that carries into the season. Uh, not to say that it would, but I, I just look at that as an opportunity to see really what you got kind of at the end of this bench. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I don't know if the, if none of the starters are going to play, but people, <laughs> I, as I yeah, thought I about, about it, I was like, I was like, there's only 15 players. In this. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, we have more than 15 cause we're running a bigger roster. Cause we, True. we have the, yeah. we have the, yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely start Dalen. I would find a way to get him out there just to kind of see, um, get him playing some with Io DeSumo. Surprisingly, him and Io DeSumo have only played five minutes together. I really want to see them out there playing together some. Yeah. Um, so if you can do that, I would like to see that and what that looks like. Um, but yeah, I think, I think at this point, I want to see Dalen a little bit more. I would like to see Marco, even if it, even if it's just to get Marco exposed so we can, we can just get off these conversations. Um, but what I'm looking for specifically in the Bulls last preseason game before we go is I just want to see players that were on the kind of outskirts of, or we had questions on what the role of minutes were going to be to really get an opportunity to get more minutes to play a heavy part i want to see dalen playing 20 25 minutes i want to see gorn who hasn't played very much uh, didn't play any in this game i want to see him play 20 22 minutes i just want to see kind of the back end of the bench so we can really know okay this is what our bench is going to look like and um i don't think you mentioned kobe either even though kobe played what 30 I, minutes in this game I want to see a little bit more I, kobe I, white as well i'd put i'd put kobe white out there because i don't think he's really kind of found his way yet i think kobe a little bit later in the game kind of found okay i'm gonna be able to do this i'm gonna be able to make this move um, but Kobe White to me still has a long way to go. Right. Like I think the, the concern with a lot of Bulls fans out there is that right, like in preseason, that's normally the time where guys are going half. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't proven yourself yet, you should be going full. Yeah. And we haven't seen Kobe White do that. We haven't seen Patrick Williams do that. We've seen Io DeSumo somewhat do that, but I also like I, I look at tonight's game and I was like, Well, there's your Lonzo game, right? Like 14, well, 7, and 5. You don't think we've seen so Kobe's second preseason game, he was five for seven and two for four for three. He scored scored fifteen points. Did, wasn't that all wasn't that all second half though? Well, was I mean, yeah, the starters half? played almost the whole first half. We didn't yeah, see very many. True. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. Yeah, I I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I, I I guess Kobe kind of Kobe's showing his that he's doing more. Even tonight, Kobe looked better than his stat line would tell you he looked. Yeah. But there's still moments where he does look like a liability out there, but again, he's a bench piece. Like that's kind of what's going to come with the territory, I guess. This is true. This is true. A lot, a lot of, a lot of questions still yet to be. And I wouldn't say questions yet to be answered, but a lot of things we still do want and hope to see from certain players on this team um, in that last preseason game. But guess what? We'll be here to break it all down and give your full season preview as well. Go heading into the into the weekend. So listen, bro. This is the best time. 
Best time. I'm so excited. When's our because uh, we got Tuesday's game and then when is our first game? Is our first the game the nineteenth? We got eight days after that. Eight days. Why y'all gonna do us like that, NBA? Why y'all gonna give us like that? y'all gonna give us a little taste and then just take it away? Don't do us like that. <laughs> I need it right away. I need it back to back. Let's go. Tuesday's game. I need a Friday game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's eight days, man. We open up the se- the season against the Miami Heat, no less. So it's gonna be a nice test early on for the Bulls. Yeah, that's the main reason to be looking at the depth of this team, honestly, because if you ain't deep this year, this season is going to be very, very deep. If the the Bulls have injury issues like they have last year, we'll win 38 games. That's how hard this schedule is. That's how ridiculously hard this schedule is. It's going to be a tough year for the Bulls, bro. But nonetheless, man, uh, the Bulls are going to be up for the test, as we do believe. Pat, go ahead and send us home, brother. Hey, man, follow us both on everything at Locked on Bulls. Make sure you follow me over at Pat the Designer. Got a ton of content coming you guys' way, man. Appreciate the love. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, where we're putting that Joe Kim Noah in people. <laughs> Listen, Dalen got that Joe in him, bro. I'm telling you. Is that a, is, is that a, never mind. That's a pause. That's definitely a pause. <laughs> That's definitely a pause. A little bit of a pause. A little bit of a pause. Oh, but you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check. What are we supposed to be plugging for the second listen? Go, go, see, see, listen. Go and check on (laughs) the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and uh, Odyssey all combining into one ultimate nba preview search the ultimate pro nba preview 2022 on your on the audacity app youtube or wherever you get your podcast for path the designer i'm hayes this is locked on bulls we out this month peace man peace y'all peace y'all music cue the music damn it